Hi, y'all. My name is Bailey. I'm the host of this podcast called Hey Dad, Can You Talk? And this is just a conversation between me and my dad, Toby, where I call him about things that I'm struggling with, like parenting, marriage, my mental wellness, just feeling overwhelmed. And so we thought we would record it so that you guys could listen in too. So let's go ahead and call my dad. What up, daddy-o? What happened to B? How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. It has been a busy few weeks and I feel like I'm barely hanging on some days, if I'm being honest. What about you? It's been a busy few weeks. It's been a lot mm-hmm. of fun and uh, it has been uh, busy. I'm ready for a little slowdown for a little holiday fun. Yes. I always like feel kind of guilty like you and I are similar we're very authentic and like open about things and so when people ask us how we are I can I struggle with knowing how honest to be without sounding like I'm complaining do you ever struggle with that yeah I think you come by that naturally that's kind of a part of our family of origin issues you know that (laughs) that uh came from my grandfather through your grandmother of hey man we don't we don't talk about where we're struggling. We don't want anyone worried about us and uh, kind of a badge of honor to not, not complain. And uh, it's crazy because the older I get, you know, I just, by the time we show this, I will have hit 60. The more I see my mom and my grandfather in me, the things that you go, Oh, I'm not, I don't want to be, you know, I'd like that to be a little different. You, You find yourself doing the same thing. Yes. Well, it's like all the things we've been busy with, like you said, are all really great things. And I'm grateful that I, you know, have kids to keep me busy. But then some days I'm just like, Bleh. and I know you feel that way too about traveling. So I just want to always be aware, be aware of that. But um, yes, on also, when this airs, you will be 60 years old. It will, will be fresh. You turned 60 yesterday. So happy birthday. Thank you. You know, your mom and I have never been much for our birthdays. We've always just like to slide by them. But for some reason, this one feels like, wow, the gun is going off on definitely on the fourth quarter of my life. And uh, something about that number, uh, it's not like, oh, I feel more tired or I feel old. It's more just, hey, man, there's there's less life in front of me than was behind me. And it, it's not discouraging, but it's pretty sobering. Well, I feel like you've lived a really good third, one, two, three quarters, and looking forward to the fourth, and it's going to be even better. I'm excited. Um, do you want me to sing you happy birthday? I would rather you did not. I, <laughs> what I would like is for everyone to know that you got busted by your brother. He busted himself in you. That he told your mom and I about the discussion you guys had about you wanting the reindeer and he wants the (laughs) vintage cracker holder or whatever. And I'm like, dude, y'all are fighting over our stuff. When we die, we're still alive. I didn't even even know he wants the vintage cracker container. I was just trying to call the reindeer before before, well, I have a chance. This moms and dads is what you have to look forward to. Your children, you finding, <laughs> catching your children in conversations about 
what stuff you have they're going to get after you die. <laughs> so they'll say sweet things on podcasts about, oh, well, you spent such great seasons. We know this could be your best one. Behind your back, hey, when he croaks, I want that. <laughs> it was more us talking about sentimental things that you guys, that you that we loved growing up. And so, t- like, how it meant to us, not what happens when you die. That was basically, that's <laughs> basically when you get those things. Okay, that's when you get those things is when I kick the bucket. That's when mm. you get, I mean, I won't. Will you at least wait until the funeral is over before you take it, or will you, you put it in the car during the viewing or something? Stop it! Stop. That's not wow. even. I wasn't thinking about that. I don't think morbidly like that. Well, evidently you did for a moment there because you're you know piling my stuff up. I'm gonna have to get on to Ross how to for letting that go, letting that slide. So anyway, <laughs> um, well, you know we talk about being a busy season, moving into more busy seasons. It's November. I know last episode we talked a lot about um, the holidays and how to have an intentional holiday without doing all the things, you know, um, yeah. setting realistic expectations. But something I've really been struggling with, and you can tell me if this is just something that's me, maybe, I don't know, and you, you and I are similar, but I really sh- – this time of year start struggling with contentment um, in my life. Well, for lots of, lots of things, whether it's contentment in my life circumstances, um, contentment with what we have or don't have. And I've really been trying to process that because you, you know, I know you've told me recently, you got to think about why you're thinking about the things that you're thinking about. That's a lot of, thinkings. Um, and I've also been really trying to, you know, fight the discontentment with gratitude. So I know you're going to say that. So I have the answers that you're going to give me, but I'm still struggling. Um, and I'll sit there and be like, God, I'm thankful for this and this and this. And then I'm still just feeling kind of hollow a little bit. And so I don't know if you have any if you've dealt with that or anything else you can give me since I know the two things you're going to tell me. <laughs> well, I'll say this is, you know, you're, you, uh, you were fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. by your creator. And one of the ways that God wired you is, uh, you're relationally driven Mm-hmm. And those relationships are all born out of your immediate family relationships. Mm-hmm. And your best friend, your mom, your dad, your brother all get to connect in ways that you don't in this season of your life. And so that's a challenge for you. And so don't like, don't apologize for that being a challenge for you. I get it. And, and as far as the contentment piece, when it comes to what you have, Again, I think you come by that naturally. Uh, And I think that a lot, both of those things are about letting when those feelings come, being a trigger to move to another place as opposed to either A, focusing on the fact that those feelings are still there. The, The question isn't, are those feelings still there, those thoughts? The question is, are they controlling or dominating your life? And uh, are they defining you? 
fighting them, I think a lot of times we feel guilty because we have feelings. It's not the feeling that we ought to feel guilty about. It is, are we willing to do the hard work to not let those feelings control our lives? Uh, that, that you let truth control how you feel, or as I like to say, you let what you know control what you feel as opposed to what you feel control what you know. And here's the thing, B, uh, for young moms, for people your age, I really think that there is, at a subconscious level, there's a belief. It's hard for you to believe that two things can be true at one time. And I think it, you guys have, your culture is so so black and white. That's where cancel culture comes from. Lots, I could talk forever about this, this black and white kind of way you guys live in life. The secret truth, I think, to mental wellness as it relates to lots of things, but especially contentment and joy is, hey, man, two things are true at once. One of them is I miss my family. I, I, I wish I was more consistently daily connected to my family. And that's true. And it's also true that I am blessed to have a church family and close friends and the kind of career my husband has all of us. I mean, we could go through the list, right? So both of those things can be true at once. You just can't let one of them dominate uh, you to the place that it begins to lead your feelings. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And that's, that's hard as hard to do. (laughs) Like, well, yeah, it is. I'm not saying it's easy. I, I hope nobody ever gets from our conversations you know, I really try to practice what I preach here and not be prescriptive uh, before I validate. I, I went through for a long season that being away from my family, Christmas was hard. And uh, I can remember driving from, I don't know, Lubbock or El Paso, somewhere forever, getting up at four o'clock on a Sunday morning. I mean, on a Christmas morning to try to get from mom's family's house to our family's house. I mean, I just, I, those things are, those are natural kind of battles that you, that you fight. I just don't want you to feel shame or condemnation or guilt for fighting them. Yeah. I just want you to keep fighting them. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I, I've been, you know, I pray that I ask God to like, cause some days it is hard to change, you know, that's all I think about, or I can, I have a hard time adjusting my focus. And so I've, you know, I try to ask God to change my desires or change my, my thinking. I don't know if that's right either, but cause sometimes I just feel like I can't do it. Like I'm trying the most, the more and more I try to change the way I feel, the harder it gets. <laughs> so Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think you try to change the way you feel. I think, you let it let the you just decide you're not going to let those feelings control you. Mm. That's my point is what you're saying is you feel guilty about feeling that way. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, that's how you feel. But you, you know, feeling that way and letting yourself, uh, get into a really low place or, or affecting how you interact with your kids or how you interact with your mate or how you see life. That's the battle. The battle isn't the feeling. The battle is how much ground do you let the feeling take in your life? Not whether you feel it or not, but how does it affecting you? 
Yeah. No, that's good. And I mean, I was talking to a friend the other day who she's divorced and she said the same thing about this time of year that it it's kind of like it, it just brings up a lot of, of things and, and she needs kind of a mental health data process through all of her emotions. So I think that lots of people probably deal with it in a different way because the holiday season brings different memories and wishes and things like that. Well, I think about the people that listen in on our little conversations who they're equally fighting feelings because they're around their family and Mm -hmm. because of some of the issues they have with their family. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Two things can be true at once. And when we can live in the tension of that and, and be okay with it not being a hundred percent the way we'd like it to be, that's what Paul meant. I think when he said, I have learned how to be content, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it doesn't come naturally to us. Uh, and so we learn how to be content, which does not mean there's an absence of that feeling, but it's a, it's, am I going to let that control me or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. And it's okay to be sad, baby. Mm-hmm. I, I hear me saying that too. It's okay to be sad. Uh, it's it's okay to to miss something. It's okay to want something. Uh, when you you talk about being content with what you have physical, you know, physically in your life, it's okay to want something as long as you don't let that want become that something have you. You know. Yeah. And. At some point, you know, this, these kind of conversations, when it comes to like possessions, like we were talking about possessions, it comes down to, Hey man, are you medicating with stuff? I mean, really, uh, just in general, we have to ask ourselves that, or am I, am I medicating with stuff? Do I need this to be, to feel good about myself? We were laughing. I taught at cross Timbers not too long ago and I was teaching on change and why change was hard and, I talked about and mom and dad, my parents were there and dad started talking about how, you know, mom, when we had a tough, when I had a tough day at school, she took me to the mall uh, cause she wanted me to be a girl and she didn't get one. So she chose to make me one and uh, are teaching me early, right? That, Hey, you had a bad day. Come on, let's go get something new to wear. Well, she meant well, but it took years of unwinding some of that to where, hey, man, I, I'm, as you know, I'm not against stuff. I'm just not going to let stuff have me. Even in, like, I don't like, I like to be in a great financial place. I don't want to have stress over finances. I would rather no, have no stress in March than have a Christmas that looks like it's, you know, one of the commercials on TV. Because we know what comes around with some of that. And so I have to always focus on, okay, what are the implications of this buying decision? You know, how am I going to feel about that in a couple of months? And uh, a lot of times I learn to be content with what I have because I'm not willing to pay the price that, you know, three or four months down the road, that purchase decision is going to make. Yeah. It's interesting that, Because, you know, I know we talked about this maybe last time with social media and you're able to see what everybody has. So that can fuel some of the comparison. And 
I was reading the scripture about, you know, if your hand causes you to sin, then cut it off or something paraphrased. I'm not the preacher you are, but I was reading about it. And um, that kind of actually came to mind of like, you know, if, if that's something that's causes you to, you know, for me, I can see a lot of things I didn't even know I needed on social media and think then I need it. And so when I take intentional time off of it or unfollow people that share things that I know I'm going to want, especially during this time of the year when we're really trying to be smart because we're having to buy a lot of gifts, you know, that maybe that's a way I can be smarter. Cause I know like for me with, we don't live, we live far from target and Grant's very grateful for that. <laughs> and I try to avoid going in there because I know I'm going to just find a few things that I just thought I needed that I didn't even know. And so I think that I can be good about that when it comes to, you know, going into stores, but we are now have stores at our fingertips all the time. And so that's something that I'm trying to be more aware of. Like, you know, you talk about thinking about what you're thinking about. Well, really like, how am I being tempted to, where's the root of why I am thinking I need stuff I don't have. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that was hundred. That's what I talked about in this message was hmm. we, we want to talk about the behavior, mm-hmm. but the behaviors are the fruit. We get down to the root with why am I, why do I need this to feel good today? Why do I need this to have a better outlook today? It's not, I mean, you can go to the extreme at either end, right? One yeah. extreme is, Hey, I'm, I'm never going to treat myself to anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I make is going to be a cold calculated, you know, mathematical decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that's how life works. And the other, but the other the spectrum is, Hey man, just, it's, if it's not working, let's go get something. Yeah. Uh, and so you find the place in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I know I'm the only one that struggles with this, so maybe <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully that's helpful to other people. <laughs> For sure, for mm. sure it is. Well, uh, and by the way, like you just are saying things that all of us are thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only difference between you and most people is you're you're admitting it. You're admitting some of that to be true, which is mm-hmm. you know, it's a healthy thing, man. <laughs> it's a healthy thing to confess it. And you you guys that listen to this need to know it's not just when she's talking to me on this this pod as she calls mm-hmm. it. I mean, this is how Bailey is, you know, trying to live her life where she's mm-hmm. honest, not about where she wants to be, but where she is at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that is two thirds of the battle of getting where we need to go. Mm-hmm. And you have to know yourself. You have to know, just like we talked about last month in rest, you have to know in this season, you're more vulnerable in some areas. And so you have to put up some boundaries uh, in this in this season that you wouldn't have to put up in other seasons. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like, you know, one, one last thing I thought of that I would love to ask you is when you're feeling these feelings and it's good to talk them out with people and admit that you're feeling this way, you know, but when, how do you know? Because I'm assuming you may have struggled with similar things like, oops, alarm. How do you know? how much to say and how much not to say. Do you know what I mean? Like how much to talk about it and how much to like, just if you talk about it more, it's going to cause you to dwell on it. You know, I I think sometimes I can 
go both ends of the spectrum. I either don't want to say anything because I don't want to put any more weight on people that I love to carry my burden, but then, or vice versa, I say too much. And then there's, um, I'm, I like talk about it too often and then it becomes a Bailey just shut up. (laughs) You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think I have a hard time knowing sometimes how much to share with people because I fear that I'm doing talking too much or sharing too much. Well, I think you have to be wise and make sure, ask yourself this question, number one, does somebody, not everybody, but does somebody know the truth about my struggle? And once that is true and you can say yes to that, then the second question is, why am I bringing this up over and over again when I've already talked about, when I've already made sure someone knew, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And in other words, am, am I making someone feel worse because right. it makes me feel better to keep talking about it? Right. And yeah. I think you have to be wise about it, who you have those conversations with. And I think a lot of times I just say for me, like for, I don't, I don't have an inside track guys on what she's talking about, <laughs> but I really don't. But I would say like for me, when, when, when I was struggling with missing home when I was younger, Micah was not the person for me to talk to about that because she would feel the need to do something about it. Or she could be the one that would get, resentful i needed a close friend that i could say hey this is hard for me can you help give me some input about how i share where i share how much i share or you know i'm I'm seeking some counsel on this from from a trusted friend uh and so you have to be careful when and you need to be careful who and then you have to be careful how much yeah is would be how i would encourage you to see all of those things Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. (laughs) I always, after the last episode I cried, I said I wouldn't do that anymore, but sorry. (laughs) I need to keep tissues at my desk. It is the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) And uh, I think sometimes we forget that, man, everybody's not happy during the holiday season all the time. And that you're still living life. Sometimes yeah, it heightens joy and you love your kids, anticipation, excitement, and all those things you get to do. But it also heightens, you know, people's struggles and challenges. It's like your friend that's divorced and this is going to be a harder time of year for her than any other time of the year. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay in this season. It is Christmas and Thanksgiving. It's not a failure if you're not on top of the world the whole time. Yeah. That's good. Thanks, Dad. Well, safe travels this weekend, because I know you're going to be traveling a few different states. Yeah. Yes, I am. Multiple states within the next week. I'm excited. And then I get to see you soon. So when this drops, it'll be very soon. Um, I'm excited for the holidays for those reasons. So. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to be there. Can't wait to get to hang out. I'm excited about all of our little Slough family, the Ross Slows and the Toby Slows being in the sip with the Slough Garners. And uh, we'll have a big old time. And 
I'll sneak away from the noise from time to time. It'll be great. Yes, it will be. Hey, babe, look at me, yeah. baby. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's it, it really is. And uh, you're doing better than you think you are. Thank you me. really are. And you have everything you need for this season of your life. You really do. And that's a word for all of you mamas out there listening. You're doing better than you think you are. Yeah. And it really is going to be okay. I love, I was, these are 40 AMs. I love uh, one of them that I was repeating again today that said, this isn't going to last forever. Uh, you know, this trial, this struggle, this season's not going to last forever. It's not going to be this way forever. And so let God teach you something and uh, struggle well. That would be my word. Not, not struggle, but struggle well. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will. I'll put that one on my mirror. I love you, baby. (laughs) I love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening to this week's episode of our Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. We're so glad you were here. If you loved it, be sure to share with a friend. You can subscribe to us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And we will be back with a new episode, not next week, but the next week. Also, anything we talked about in the episode, downloadables, free tools, anything like that, it will always be in our show notes. So make sure you check out the description of the episode. We can't wait to be back with you so soon. Talk to you later. Bye.